Welcome to episode 285 of the Truth Quest podcast, the truth about the abolishment of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the podcast by shopping at truthquestshirtfactory.com, where we produce thought-provoking shirts inspired by various podcast episodes. Question, how big is the federal government? Answer, at last count, nearly 2 million civilian employees and over 440 agencies. Question, how many of those 440 plus agencies are constitutional? Answer, probably less than 10%. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA, is one of those unconstitutional federal agencies that should be abolished and defunded by Congress today. It began operation in 1862 when President Abraham Lincoln signed into law an act of Congress establishing this new agency. For some of you calling for the defunding and abolishment of a federal agency, any agency, much less one as important as the Department of Agriculture, it may seem like blasphemy. You may be wondering how I can make such a bold and bizarre statement calling for the abolishment of a 150-year-old federal agency. The reason is simple. Constitutionally speaking, the USDA's very existence is illegal. How do I know that? Because the powers granted by the states to the newly created federal government are listed succinctly in Article 1, Section 8 of the United States Constitution. The powers listed in those 18 paragraphs include the following. Six paragraphs concerning the military and the militia. Four of them concern money or taxes. There's one paragraph concerning commerce. There's one about naturalization and bankruptcy. There's one about post office and post roads, one on copyrights and patents. There's a paragraph about federal courts. There's one on maritime crimes. The governance of the District of Columbia consumes another paragraph. And finally, one paragraph gives Congress the power to, quote, make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers, end quote. This is known as the Necessary and Proper Clause. More on that in a minute. That's it, folks. That's everything the federal government is constitutionally allowed to do. Now, just in case there was any confusion after reading Article 1, Section 8, the Founding Fathers authored the Tenth Amendment of the Constitution, which reads, the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. As James Madison explained in Federalist 45, the powers delegated by the proposed Constitution to the federal government are few and defined. I assume there's no controversy with that statement given what I just covered in those 18 paragraphs. Madison continued, those powers that remain in the state governments are numerous and indefinite. Again, any arguments there? The Tenth Amendment's pretty damn clear. To finish the Madison quote, he said, the former, that being the powers delegated to the federal government, will be exercised principally on external objects as war, peace, negotiations, and foreign commerce, with which, with which last the power of taxation will, for the most part, be connected. He goes on to say, the powers reserved to the several states will extend to all objects which, in the ordinary course of affairs, concerns the lives, liberty, and properties of the people in the internal order, improvement, and prosperity of the state. Hello, ordinary course of affairs, internal order, prosperity. The production of food seems to fit the definition of ordinary, don't you think? Am I connecting the dots here? 
By the way, one of the shirts we sell at truthquestshirtfactory.com says, few and defined, numerous indefinite. I encourage you to pick one up if this argument is piquing your interest. Back to Article 1, Section 8. Did you hear me say anything about agriculture or food on that list? In your mind, does the Department of Agriculture pass the constitutionality test? No, of course not, because it's not listed in the enumerated powers delegated to the federal government by the states, and therefore the USDA should be abolished and defunded today. Despite the fact that the USDA should not exist, it has an annual budget of $350 billion for its 29 agencies and its 100,000 employees, all of whom should be working in productive private industries rather than in a government agency that adds nothing to the economy, instead acts as a drag. Two-thirds of that $350 billion goes to the Food and Nutrition Service. That's one of their agencies. The majority of that money goes to the SNAP program, Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or as most of us know it as, food stamps. Let's look a little more closely at this wasteful monstrosity agency. The USDA homepage touts four priorities. Number one, advancing racial justice, equity, and opportunity. Number two, addressing climate change. I'm sorry, but are we serious here? So right off the bat, we can cut the part of the USDA's budget right off the top. Anything that deals with these two priorities. They don't even pretend to have anything to do with agriculture or food or farming. The third priority is tackling food and nutrition insecurity. Wow. So their third priority has something to do with agriculture, presumably. I mean, food is pretty generic, but the name of the agency is agriculture. So why are they involved in food and nutrition? And number four, more, better, and new market opportunities. Keeping with the theme of this episode, I want you to keep in mind that none of those priorities are anchored in the Constitution. To give you an idea of how these unconstitutional, bloated agencies purposely suffer from mission creep, here's a sample of some of the agencies within the USDA. Agricultural Marketing Services, AMS. Agricultural Research Service, ARS. Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services, APHIS. Economic Research Service, ERS. Farm Service Agency, FSA. Food and Nutrition Service, FNS. Food Safety and Inspection Service, FSIS. Foreign Agricultural Services. I can't do the initials anymore. Forest Service. National Agricultural Statistics Service. National Institute of Food and Agriculture. National Resources Conservation Service. Risk Management Agency. Rural Development. Again, beating the dead horse here, none of that is an enumerated power to the federal government in the Constitution. Agriculture, animal and plant, food, nutrition, forest service, conservation, risk management, rural development. There's no need for a federal agency to regulate or provide assistance with any of that shit. The individual states are perfectly capable of handling all of that if they so choose. As prescribed by the Constitution, the federal government has no power to be involved in any of these areas of life, and therefore any policy prescriptions, regulations, and or dictates coming from the USDA and or any of her offspring agencies are null and void. They have no authority. 
Besides the question of constitutionality, no one ever asked the question why. Why is the USDA necessary? For the first 90 plus years of the nation's existence, we operated without centralized guidance on this subject. At the time Lincoln established the Department of Agriculture, half of Americans lived on farms. Do you know what that percentage is today? 2%. Now, I can understand why it was so easy to sell this back in 1862. I mean, without a constitutional scholar shouting from the rooftops opposing the Department of Agriculture, who would say no? Especially given the fact that half the population probably farmed some of the food they consumed. So why not have a Department of Agriculture? But why in the hell does that agency still survive today? That's the real question. I think we've got the whole farming thing figured out. There are plenty of organizations, researchers, and industry experts that can advise farmers on best practices. We don't need a third of a trillion dollars being shelled out to a worthless, woke, unconstitutional agency. Well, you see, the way things work in D.C., once a federal agency or program is established, it's never abolished and rarely does its funding get cut. You see, the USDA needs to exist in order to do a bunch of unconstitutional bullshit like giving people money for food or pretending to regulate food safety, marketing U.S. agricultural products domestically and internationally. Not sure why corn needs a marketing department, but whatever. The agency seems to hang its hat on a bunch of initiatives within that rural development agency I mentioned. Everything from housing to high-speed internet, modernizing roads, bridges, and water systems, and ensuring communities have access to health care. What the hell does any of that have to do with farming and agriculture? They even give out home loans like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, two more unconstitutional agencies. And get this. The USDA doesn't restrict their lending of other people's money to other people, to farms, as the agency's name might suggest. No. They also participate in single-family lending. Listen to this shit straight from the USDA website. Quote, The single-family housing repair loans and grants provides funds to elderly and very low-income homeowners to remove health and safety hazards, perform necessary repairs, improve or modernize a home, make homes accessible for people with disabilities, or make homes more energy efficient so their very low-income families use less of their incomes on utility bills. That's an absolute constitutional mockery. And let's not forget two of the agency's top priorities, advancing racial justice, equity, and opportunity, which means absolutely nothing, and addressing the complete modern hoax of climate change. That alone is enough proof for me to vote for abolishment. A quick review of press releases on the department's website will give you a sense of the broad, woke, and ludicrous focus of the USDA. What are they most proud of? USDA announces progress on newly authorized climate programs. Department of Agriculture, Department of Energy launch initiative to help farmers reduce costs with underutilized renewable technologies as part of President Biden's Invest in America agenda. Biden-Harris administration announces hands-on support to help ag producers applying for renewable energy funding. Biden-Harris administration invests in clean energy and domestic fertilizer projects to strengthen American farms and businesses. Biden-Harris administration announces awards to increase access to clean, affordable domestic biofuels as part of President Biden's Investing in America agenda. 
USDA now accepting applications for 40 climate change fellows to help record number of farmers and rural small businesses access clean energy funds from President Biden's Investing in America agenda. 40 climate change fellows. My gosh. Here's another one. Biden-Harris administration invests more than $1.2 billion in rural cooperatives to increase economic opportunity and advance equity in rural America. USDA expands local partnerships to increase homeownership opportunities for Native Americans. And finally, as USDA sees record interest in conservation and clean energy programs, swift implementation of Inflation Reduction Act funding continues. What can one conclude from all of that? I conclude that the PR office at the USDA is essentially a propaganda arm for the Green New Deal and any other woke agenda. Now I want to circle back to something that comes up often when I advocate for the dismantling of unconstitutional agencies and programs, that being the Necessary and Proper Clause of the Constitution. It resides at the end of Article 1, Section 8, as I mentioned earlier, and it reads, quote, The Congress shall have the power to make all laws which shall be necessary and proper for carrying into execution the foregoing powers and all other powers vested by this Constitution in the government of the United States or in any department or office thereof. What's the key word in that phrase? Foregoing. The foregoing powers, meaning the powers that were just outlined above in Article 1, Section 8. It does not say Congress can pass laws about anything and everything. It does not mean they can pass laws on whatever is convenient or popular at the moment, like the creation of the Department of Agriculture in the middle of the 19th century. Since agriculture and food and rural development and high-speed internet are not one of the enumerated powers listed in the Constitution, the fact that Abraham Lincoln signed a law creating an agency to manage, direct, advise, centralize, govern, regulate agriculture, and whatever other shit they came up with, doesn't mean jack shit. Congress and Lincoln acted extra-constitutionally, which is no surprise to anyone who knows the truth about Abraham Lincoln. Let's just say he's no friend of the Constitution. Check out episodes 98 and 99 if you're interested in looking into that. If you still remain unconvinced, let me offer another argument for taking a chainsaw to the federal bureaucracy. I don't know if you've noticed or not, but the United States is bankrupt. The national debt currently stands at over $34 trillion. It was $10 trillion when Bush left office. It's more than doubled in the last 10 years. Today, it is increasing at some insane rate, like a trillion dollars every 90 days. Additionally, we printed a shit ton of dollars during the Trump and Biden years, leading to generation-high price inflation. And we have lost our global reserve currency status with the end of the petrodollar scheme and the rise of the BRICS nations. Given all of that, it's time to take the figurative chainsaw to the federal government and scale it back dramatically to its original size and scope. A small step in that direction is the abolishment of the Department of Agriculture. By the way, if you're interested in the topic of inflation, check out episode 211, The Truth About Inflation in Under 15 Minutes, and the petrodollar scheme is covered in episode 191. Now, I recognize that calling for the abolishment of any federal agency is a tough pill for many of you to swallow. After all, it's really a foreign concept. You've likely never heard anyone make such a claim. You definitely have never witnessed the death of a federal agency or a federal program, for that matter. You've only seen the federal government go in one direction, up, bigger, more intrusive, taking more ground, 
it never retreats. For those of you who are not buying my argument, I have one question. What is the basis for making the claim that the federal government should be involved in all this shit? Agriculture, paying for people's food, lending money to buy property, installing broadband, modernizing roads, bridges, and water systems, and ensuring communities have access to health care, or regulating food safety, or marketing U.S. agricultural products. The only answer to that question, the only standard that should be applied, is the Constitution. And if it ain't in there, then the feds need to get their hands off of it. If it's something particularly important to the people at the time, something the Founding Fathers would have had no idea about, then we amend the Constitution. We debate it. We narrowly define the mission. The states ratify the amendment. Then we have no problem. As I said in the episode about the abolishment of the Department of Education, episode 275, and episode 280 about the abolishment of the Department of Energy, this is not complicated. Given the undeniable fact that every activity the USDA is involved in is not one of the enumerated powers in the Constitution, it should be defunded and abolished today. We cannot run a country without rules, at least not one that has any chance of surviving long term. The Constitution is the country's rule book. In order to return the country to the constitutional balance we originally were bequeathed by the Founding Fathers, it follows that 90 plus percent of all federal departments and agencies need to be abolished, defunded, and or dismantled. We can start with the Department of Agriculture, or Energy, or Education. You pick. And that's the truth about the abolishment of the United States Department of Agriculture. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, share episodes with your friends, and support the podcast by shopping at truthquestshirtfactory.com.